Renovation Made Right podcast is partnering with our friends at Renify. We know that planning a renovation is stressful enough, so let the experts take care of the financing. Renify's innovative loan options allow you to borrow more money and create a home that you love today. I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back to Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And we are happy to be here again with another podcast to talk about design challenges. So we're going to be talking about, and we're going to have a couple of shows actually that talk about projects that we have run across that have been a design challenge, thought you would find interesting, and hopefully we maybe we will even get some pictures up on the web so that you can see what we're talking about um, in terms of solutions, and we'll go from there. Yeah, that's actually a great idea. We, we have not leveraged our website, uh, renovationmaderight.com, so we need to do that. Well, and sometimes it is hard to, you know, I was thinking, how do we talk about a design challenge and not be able to show people like sort of a before and after. I know. You know and so we started difficult. recording these on YouTube in the beginning. We put a few of these on YouTube and then we realized no, that who wants to uh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not much to look at. You you are. Uh, You're actually quite uh, quite low to look at, but uh, <laughs> there's not much going on here. So um, so we decided to stop doing the YouTube thing and we're now we're just the podcast thing. We're just the podcast. But it is it is difficult to talk about design stuff. How, however, on a podcast. we may readdress that at some point because like we had said in our last show, we got our first sponsor and so mm-hmm. we're really excited about that and we're getting some traction. So we're thankful for everyone listening yeah, and please uh, like us and subscribe please and follow like us. us. Yeah, that does seem kind of desperate, doesn't it? We are desperate. But whatever. That's okay. um, all right, so let's talk about uh, design challenge number one, which is uh, is an outdoor space that was, uh, was not working well for the homeowners. Was not. So... So here's what the the problem was. Very small postage stamp size lot. And and it was one of those homes that was built on a a pre-existing approved lot, but like in today's... In today's world, it would be what they would call pre-existing non-conforming, right? right? Meaning so sometimes, you know, back in the day, uh, towns allowed for certain lots to be certain sizes. uh, And then over the course of time, for whatever reason, the towns then changed the zoning size and said, oh, you know what, in order for you to build a house now... We want you to have a bigger amount of space, right? right? And so they can't retroactively then uh, invalidate all the houses that were built on small lots. So there are some lots that they, what they call pre-existing non-conforming, meaning that you couldn't do it today, but it was okay then. Right. So right? this homeowner has a lot that's roughly ten thousand square feet, which is small, right? Yep. You have to put a you have to put a, a, a septic on it. Yep. Um, and so it was a it was a three bedroom colonial that was that was built on it, and it was pretty close to the back lot line, like twenty feet yep. basically from the from the back of the house to the lot line. I'd give it twenty five. Okay, so the the deck took up twelve feet of that. So you're really like maybe another fifteen feet from the back of the deck. So so part of the house is um, you know as far as the building. Uh, is concerned is is the deck right yep. like whatever beyond that 
It was just maybe 15 feet, not even, 10 feet from the back of the deck to the to the lot line. And so it was really skinny. So and the other problem was the ground sloped up mm-hmm. in the back of the lot um, and uh, and made the area where it sloped up kind of inaccessible. Right. Right. Exactly. And the neighbor, so there was a vacant lot on one side, and then on the other side, there was a neighbor whose backyard also faced, the the, the two backyards faced each other, and again, they also were on kind of a small lot. So yep. their deck was pretty close to the lot line. So in terms of privacy, you know, this is a space you want to hang out, and there wasn't a lot. You know, there's there's this other neighbor right there, and yes, you could put some screening up, but it just felt like... There's no space back here. And the deck was um, built on the southwest side of the house. And so in the afternoon, Lots of sun. It, it was very hot and you couldn't really sit out there. There was a there was a dining room table. <clears throat> but if you until the sun went down, it was uncomfortable to sit there. Um, so you didn't really want to spend any time on the deck. And there was no place for, you know, just seating and hanging out. And one of the big design trends probably over the last 15, 10, 15 years is outdoor space, right? Space where you want to go and sit and hang out and be comfortable with your friends. And there just was not a space like this in this this home. I want to speak to the value of having a good designer with vision, right? And honestly, that's not me. That's not my strength. And so – and from my perspective, when we saw this project and we saw this this challenge, this problem, I didn't see a solution. I actually was like, you know what? It's not awesome, but the deck is a big deck and just stick with the deck. It's fine. And I couldn't actually really see past that, but Brenda could. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hear him say that. (laughs) (laughs) So here's what we did. The deck, so, so two things. One, like I said, the deck was really hot. Um, and it was it was uncomfortable. So the first thing we did was install an awning, a retractable awning. So again, you think, okay, this is you know, this is a remodeling show, and it feels like we're not doing a lot of remodeling. But that was a big part of it. And the 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 awning was as wide as pretty much as deep as the deck. It extended as deep out as twelve the deck. feet. Yep, and went it out was about feet. twenty feet wide. Right, and it was a game changer. Yep, in just terms to the of, deck. Right, so all of a sudden that space could be used. The second thing we did was. Because the, the the lot sloped up, um, and there was actually, okay, here's the thing. Once you're done building a house and all the deck was in, you cannot construct anything else on that property. So right. our only choice um, there was landscaping. Right. Right. It's the only, you, can't, you can't build another deck. You can't house, do anything else. The house else. maxed out the lot. Right, exactly. But you can landscape. So what we ended up doing, what I ended up designing was a patio, and we dug down. So the, the lot sloped up. We dug down three feet and created a retaining wall and a patio. So basically what's left of the backyard, the, the patio takes up the whole rest of the backyard. Um, but it created a huge space for a big dining table, created a space that was big enough for a fire pit and four big Adirondack chairs, put up a fence so that there's privacy off the street because it went, you know, a little bit to the to the left of the house as well. Um, and uh, put in a pizza oven. Outdoor wood-fired pizza Outdoor oven. That was awesome. Outdoor wood-fired pizza oven, right. And actually, the, the deck was 12 by 20. We took a chunk off of the deck. Yeah, which that was very hard for me to get my head around. I was like, wait a second. We've got this perfectly good deck, and you actually want to reduce it in size? Yes, and And, 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 and it did. was it, it was entirely the correct move. Right. So it actually, so it turned into, instead of being 12 by 20, it was 12 by 
14 maybe yep. it took about six feet off yep. and um so there was a seating area up on the deck that was covered now so it was in the shade and then um in a small area for the grill to go that was still on the section of deck that wasn't chunked out and we just basically took a corner off it and put stairs down to the new patio and it just incorporated the whole thing so nicely and um total, it, total game changer for the way that people use that house yeah you know, Total ability to be outside and, and have it connected to the house in a better way and actually made you want to go outside. It was like a whole new living area that was not yeah. um, anticipated before. And so, so again, I think the biggest takeaway from that is this is obviously one particular project, one particular thing that's specific. Um, but the game changer there is, is is work with people who have some vision. So as you're going – as you're thinking about, okay, what's not quite right in my house, there are things you know that aren't working well. So we knew – that it wasn't awesome in the back, but we but we didn't necessarily think, okay, what could what could be? Our clients knew that it wasn't awesome. What could it be? Um, but it takes someone with some vision to see things that other people can't see, and and that's who you that's what you really want to seek out. You want to seek out some assistance um, to, uh, to 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 folks that see potential where you don't. Right. 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 You know? Exactly. And so. it was it was you know it, I don't know the whole project was under. $50,000 and it basically changed. It created a whole new living space. A new lease on life for that house. Yes. So, um, all right. So now is the time for our, a couple of words from our sponsor, Renify. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to take a brief break and talk about our sponsor, Renify. Um, so the first thing that we'd like to share with you is that Renify is an opportunity where, where homeowners can borrow substantially more than just the equity in their home, right? So one of the things that Renify can do is loan up to 11 times more on average than a standard loan. How does that happen? Yeah, that's an excellent question. But I think I know the answer. Please now, go. Because it's been explained to me a couple times now, so now I understand it. When you first buy a home, say say you've you just moved into a house and you know that it needs work and there's only so much equity in it. You know, maybe you put 20% down and that's all you've got. So most loans wouldn't necessarily loan you anymore because you've basically tapped out all the equity in your home. What they do is they take a look at the finished value of the home after you've done the renovation and assign a value to that and then loan against that finished value, not not the value beforehand. So you can you can uh, borrow a lot more than you otherwise would. Right. And so the great thing is if you've recently moved into a house and you don't have a ton of equity, you all of a sudden now can tap into equity you didn't otherwise have to get the project you want right. to make the home of your dreams. Right. Right? Exactly. Uh, so it's, one of the things that I find interesting about Renify that, w- that felt good to me was Renify works exclusively with credit unions across the country that are not-for-profit and focused on your best interests. Um, and so Renify is free to use. Obviously, the loan has a cost to it, but Renify is free to use uh, to basically make that connection with the companies that will help you out. Right. So so we've been, uh, we're excited to have Renify as a sponsor and uh, glad they're on board. And it's a great fit for uh, our listeners uh, to gain access to capital. Correct. Renify is not a lender. Rather, they've partnered with lenders that leverage Renify's technology to seamlessly provide Renify loans. Renify loans may not be available in your state. For a complete list of licensed states, please visit renify.com forward slash notices forward slash licenses. Renify is licensed as a mortgage broker and its NMLS ID number is 18028. Four, seven. All right. Thanks, Renify. Next design challenge. Next design challenge. So uh, I have a client who is a woman who is empty nesting. Yep. Just bought her first house. Um, and she lived in a house with her children or the, and they, the last one just left for college. And she said, you know what? I want a house that's all about me and, and wanted to live on the Cape. 
So um, Cape Cod, that is. So she was living west of Boston. And she said, you know, I'd really want to live in a town that's got a beach that I can walk down or drive down to the beach whenever I want to. And um, and so she found uh, a house in Marion, Mass., which is which is on Buzzards Bay, um, and bought this little house. It's maybe, I don't know, 1,800 square feet, something like that. It's got a little outbuilding. It's got a little two-car uh, garage behind it um, and was trying to figure out a space for her. Now, it was it was built in the late 1800s. The whole thing basically was, you know, kind of remuddled up over the course of time. You know, when it was originally built, there was probably no indoor plumbing and a bathroom was added. So there was, a you know, a single bath upstairs and then they added a powder room downstairs. But it just was just poorly done. So we said, you know what, there's not much here that we can work with. So we ended up saying... Let's just gut the whole space and we'll start over. Which is a big deal. Not, not, it, it was we, not a small yeah. it's Don't not go a small about project. that casually. No. Um, but she knew it going into the house. She did know it going into the house and she had a lot of equity. She lived in Wayland um, and had been in the house for, you know, 25 years and it had appreciated a lot. And so was able to sell at just the right time um, and uh, and bought this house. And one of the things that she wanted to do was be able to have the possibility to have some passive income because she's in her 50s and she knows, you know, she's going to be working maybe for another 10 years, but right. wants the opportunity to um, get some rental income. And, and homes on the Cape or homes in that area, just like homes that are lakefront or in any sort of resort area, have the potential during this during the high season to rent for meaningful dollars. Right. Exactly. Right. So she said, you know what I think I'd like to do is I really don't need the garage um, what I'd like to do is create a guest house because that allows her to do two things. She's got an elderly mother who could visit when she wanted um, and uh, or kids because she has four of them and grandkids. But also in the summer, if she wanted to, it would be a one bedroom guest house that she could rent out um, and get some passive income. Or the other possibility was for even more money. Um, the, the final house was going to be a, a three bedroom uh, with a big, you know, bunk room up in the in the attic for kids, um, she could rent out the primary home and move herself into the one bedroom. So there's some things that we figured into the design so that we could give her as much flexibility as she could get to just get some passive income, so that you know, she, to cover her taxes, covered her um, the heat and electricity over the course of the year, so that those costs aren't a, a burden to her as she continues to age in place. Um, so one of the things uh, we did was created, you know, up upstairs in her master bedroom, she wanted a big master closet, which I don't blame her for. But the problem is when you're renting out to other people, you don't want them to have access to everything. And you want to have some space in your home that you can lock off. So what we did in the master bedroom is we designed a big walk-in master closet, but it has a lock on it. So when she goes away, she could just put the key in the lock and lock up everything in that closet. She can take stuff out of the rest of the house, and the closet is big enough to fit anything. Um, but there is a secondary closet in that bedroom. It's just a three-foot standard closet, which is really all you need if you're going to be staying someplace for a week. So plenty of storage for somebody who's renting, and she doesn't have to move the whole world. And since she's primarily 90% of the time it's just going to be her in the house 90% of her stuff is going to be in that master closet so we designed it in you know the master closet with some dressers and things like that so that um, a lot of her storage and you know any valuable things are going to be in that closet easy for her to do just you know turn a lock walk away so easy to rent it out so that's something to to think about um, 
there are some other things that we did. So I was we were just talking in the last segment about the project that we did with the backyard and creating um, outdoor space. And this this uh, little house had a decent backyard. Um, and so we also created a covered porch so that she could be out there so that when um, most of the time when people come, they come in the summer. Uh, to visit. And so she has a place where they can sort of spread out and there's room for a table and chairs and dining and then seating out there. So because again, that um, that porch actually faces the south. So it gets really hot. You don't want to be sitting out there. So it's covered. Um, so in those, you know, those months between May and October, when it's nice to be outside, she can spend a lot of the time outside and that becomes a nice living space out there. Exactly. Yep. yep. So was there... Was there anything else that you remember about that project that made you say, hmm? Yeah, I mean, I, so again, I think um, I, as I watched you work through that process with this client, um, there were, uh, I think she saw the potential in the house in a general sense, because I would actually almost call the house a distressed property. It was, <laughs> it was a little distressed. Yeah, it was a mess, right? Yeah, it it yeah. was a mess. And, and that's one of the things that worked well about it, right? She was able to sell a very nice home that was in good shape for good money and then found a home that required some vision, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. there's a lot of folks who would have run away from that home saying, yeah, you know, it's too much to do and too too big of a deal. Um, but when you can have a little vision or at least trust your designer to know that they can have some vision to turn something that's a challenge into something that's awesome, right? right? Uh, then all of a sudden uh, opportunities present themselves that you might not otherwise get, right? Yeah. So I think in the end, she's going to get everything she could use, including the potential to create income if she chooses to, and she does not need to, no. um, and and going to do it in a way that, in a, in a market that she could probably never have gotten into if she hadn't gone down the road of having some vision and being comfortable buying something that wasn't quite right out of the gate. Right. Like, this is way more than, all right, we'll give the kitchen a facelift, right? This, no, is, a, yeah. this is a full gut on the whole house. Right. Um, and that's a pretty meaningful deal. Well, but, one, of the, one of the nice things about it, too, is is the, the, the whole first floor was pretty chopped up. Right. You know, there was a dining room. There was a living room. There was a, there was a, a separate room that I couldn't even figure out what it was used <laughs> for. And then the kitchen was, like, separate from everything else. So, basically, every interior wall came down. There was some, obviously, load-bearing... Um, posts and beams that went up, but it's really open concept right now, wide open. And really it's a small footprint, but man, does it pack a punch. It's really good. Right. Yeah. Right. It's really exciting. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, I, I, th- I think then that's, that's what it's really about is, uh, is in this case, in this case, uh, getting out there a little bit and, and, you know, in her case, I think, uh, there was an opportunity to discuss that a little bit before she committed, right? right? So she could see, she didn't have, we didn't have the answers. We didn't have the answers for her um, at the time she purchased, but we had the, you know, we had the realization that there were answers, right? right? Um, so, been, and been unfortunately we can't, we can't put pictures up of the finished product because it's actually in process right now. Um, so at some point later we will, but what we can put up is um, some before and afters for the plans. Right, right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, cool solutions. Um, and it all comes back to me for like uh, finding folks you can trust that have some vision. How do you just a quick aside before we kind of wrap this one up? How do you find the folks we've got? We've gone down this before this road about finding providers because it's really all about that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the, the extent to which you're going to have a good experience or a bad experience is the extent to which you can find the right team and build the right team. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, how do you go about that? Like in terms of in terms of making that connection and finding the designers, to me it, it feels like 
There's some interviewing that has to happen. Yeah. Well, there's some interviewing, but there's also just some asking people, right? Get get references. Did somebody work with somebody who was really top notch and being able to find solutions? If you have friends who've done some renovation, talk to them about their experience with this right. design. There's some really, really talented people. You have to dig a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's also okay as you're talking to designers um, to say, help me, give me some understanding of some things you've done for some other clients so I can get a handle on your level of creativity. That's a, that's a little, you know, maybe a little hard out of the gate because you really want to talk about your project. But, um, but Knowing that that people can see something that's not there, that's mm-hmm. a hard skill, right? Mm-hmm. It's a unique skill. Um, and and that that they've been able to do it successfully for other people should then give you some comfort that they can do it for you, right? right. Um, and then also, obviously, not in the context of just looking at the space and saying, here are all the things you could do. It's more about how you done, like what you've done, Bren, to get to know the client to then see solutions for the house that actually don't just fit the house. It fits the person. But fits the person, right? right. And fits their lifestyle and fits their needs. Right. Right. So right. anyway, a couple of thoughts there on uh, design and renovation. Yes. Well, thank you again for being with us. This yeah. is Renovation Made Right, and I'm Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this week of Renovation Made Right. We are ecstatic to partner with our friends over at Renify to deliver these podcasts to you. If you are looking to fund your renovation, head on over to renofi.com. That's R-E-N-O-F-I.com. Check them out. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.